0: In a world where our freedoms and democracies are being infringed upon We are the two dudes that are fed up with all the lies and bullshit This is a show unlike no other Welcome to Don't Tread on America, With your host, the BCGC And the one and only, CK1 Alright folks, and welcome to the show It is January 29th 2021 friday a rare friday show we were supposed to do a show yesterday scheduling conflicts uh you know stuff happens we we have a life outside of the podcast for now anyway until we blow up and and hit the big big time yeah so. i'm sorry i'll take the l on that that's <laughs> all right man. it's okay but you know what we're gonna jump right into it because we got a lot of stuff to talk about uh mainly about emperor by Bi- i'm sorry Dipshit, damn it! President,
1: president, dipshit. Dip
0: nah, that's it. Dipship there you go. President, dipshit. Get me. it right. Get it right. Um, and his uh, fast pace, uh, sign anything put in front of him, executive order uh, spree that he is on it is quite amazing. How uh, this this guy uh, back in October, a month or so before the election. Uh, was doing an interview with uh, George Snuffleupagus wait, that's close enough close enough Close enough. anyway, he's doing a, uh, a town hall or whatever it was with him actually had this to say when it came to the uh, executive orders and the president's duties
1: so there's not going to be any delay on the tax increases no, well,
0: I've got to get the votes I got to get the votes. That's why, you know, uh, the one thing that I, ha- I have this strange notion: we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, "Well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something." Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're a democracy. We need consensus. Got to take a quick break, Walter. So, uh, so what, what was, was that? that? Um you you got to get the votes to get stuff passed or else you're going to be considered a dictator. So, today is January 29th. Okay? Nine days in. Nine days in. And this man has already signed 45, uh, four, five executive orders. Um, coincidentally enough, that's an average of five a day. Okay?
1: So, it, so oh, looking over the, our last... Four presidents.
0: Our last four presidents. We talked about this a couple of shows ago. We talked about Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, about their uh, number, of number of executive orders, orders. orders. So in sixty Trump, days in right. the first sixty
1: days. Well, we didn't. Yeah, and we
0: didn't even cover their whole all their numbers. So right. Trump, in the four years of, of as president, he did two hundred and twenty executive orders, which I believe is what Biden was referring to there, where he was making a big deal about. Oh well. You know Biden or you know Trump can't get the votes, so he's just signing, signing. his life away. Um, so he did quite a bit, I would say, in in four years. He did 220. His first year, he did 55. So in his first year, in his first 365 days as president, he did 55. Okay. So what is what is that, uh, dipshit McGee at 45? 45 and 45. 45 nine days. So in in another two days, he'll have a clip Trump at the rate he's going.
1: Okay, so let's look at some of the other presidents.
0: So, Obama, um, I got a pen and a cell phone. That was his big thing. Mm-hmm. He did 276. In, in? Eight years. In eight years. Eight years. Bush, in eight years, 291. Okay. In his first year, he did 54.
1: So, so, so wait a minute. I, just so, just, I'm a little slow, so you're going to have to help me here for Right, a right. So, President Trump, President, actually, in four years... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. So in four years, he did 220. 20. Right. I got you. Okay. Never
0: mind. Continue. Uh, Clinton. Yeah, buddy. How's it going? He did 364 in eight years okay. with his first year being 57. So on average, um, you say Trump four years. So he did roughly 50 a year. Obama in eight years did roughly 30 a year, 30 something a year. Uh, Bush did almost, you know, 35 a year. Clinton did roughly, I don't know, six a year, roughly. Okay. Or a little less than five a year, I should say. Anyway, 50 a year. At any rate, uh, so <laughs> Biden's at 45 in nine days. All right, so we're, you extrapolated that out. Right. In, in, hi, in the history of presidencies mm-hmm. and where executive orders somehow or another became the thing became the thing to do instead of you know we don't need congress evidently you know like biden said that's a dictator you're gonna do these things you don't need congress or senate that's what dictators do those
1: were his words all right so so in the history of our, our of our presidential we've had three presidents that
0: have eclipsed well we actually had four presidents that have eclipsed a thousand okay um roosevelt um, not not Franklin, but Theodore. Okay. Uh, Teddy, as he was so lovingly referred to, had a thousand two. Hoover had a thousand and twenty four. Hmm. Coolidge did a um, thousand two hundred and sixty seven, and the record as of now, the record holder as of now goes to Woodrow Wilson, at a astonishing. 1,767 uh, executive orders that, in eight years. No, in eight what, what, years. What,
1: you mean in his first year? No,
0: eight years. In his first year? Not a, No, eight years. So eight years as president, he has done, or he had done, set 1,767. Wow. In eight years. So that's roughly 80-something a year. Okay. Roughly. Uh Biden is on pace to do 1825 this year at the rate he's going. It, it, wait, in the first year in the first year, at the rate he's going he now I got to imagine there's no way in hell he's going to keep signing executive orders after executive orders, but it is uh, what 12 o'clock here where we're at today, and he's already done two today, right?
1: Oh, and then he broke for lunch. yeah. Uh, lunch not, and a now. nap now nah, gotta take a he's nap. gotta have gotta his jello his, and his uh,
0: rice pudding and <laughs> tapioca <laughs> um, so that with that being said his own words only dictators do that so what does that make him i jokingly said when we started the show emperor biden hmm am i wrong is or is he just that damn stupid naive and controllable that like we said in the last show the the, the powers that be, you know, George Soros, they're pulling... No, 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 man. Oh,
1: it's, it's Jeff Dunham. Je- oh, yeah. Yep. Jeff,
0: Jeff Dunham Soros <laughs> is sitting there pulling the, the marionette strings and he's like...
1: Let
0: me sign my life away, you know. It's like... So we looked and we were curious. Okay, so what are the five worst um, starts to a presidency? So the first hundred days, days mm-hmm. the worst five the five presidents had the worst 500, uh, 100-day start. Who, who were those in sequential order? We'll start with number one. All right. So, And this is according to Vox. Vox with a V, yes. not Fox with an F. Right. And before you go on, Vox is more left-leaning. They're going to bash more the right conservative uh, right. president. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: So number one on the list. Number one. The worst. Um, the the number, first of the worst. The first of the worst. All right. Here we go. So we got William Henry Harrison mm-hmm. all right in his long tenure as president of the United States. Well he did eight years? Uh, no, he did uh, 30 days. Th- 30 years 30 days. 30 days. Yes okay so, so... Uh, it's not really fair, I think, to call him the worst simply for the fact that he was he didn't even do a 100 days. right. He wasn't even there for a hundred days to do 100. Days. So he was uh, sworn into office on March 4th, 1841. And died by April fourth. Okay, wow. yeah. So, so he died uh, COVID probably, co- right? Not, not COVID, not COVID. Uh, see, uh, most people have his cause of death being pneumonia, and they attribute it to his long-winded inauguration speech. Right, he taught, he ran his mouth so much it had to be it had to be the but pneumonia that got him. Actually, recent findings suggest that he died of enche- <laughs> enteric <laughs> fever. Enteric. As a result of the White House's close proximity to a dumping ground for human waste, so the White House had a close proximity
0: to a dumping ground for human waste. Yes. Human waste, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the Capitol building, right? I You right. know, you're on. I mean, to something that's now. a dumping ground of human waste. <laughs> so my question is: Was Pelosi speaker back then? Well, too? Let's see,
1: 1841. That was probably her first year. First year. First yeah. year. Mm-hmm.
0: So. <laughs> So, uh, number two. Number two on the list. We're not even going to count him. We're going to skip him and we're going to number one because it's not fair that he was right down the street from a shithole called the Capitol that made him so sick that that bitch died in 30 days. I mean, come on, man. Cut him a break, man. Come on. We're going to jump to number two. Number two is going to be our number one. Let's go. Okay. So, uh, number two, we've got Abraham Lincoln. Oh, man. Abraham Lincoln? Come on, yeah, man. Abraham Lincoln. Freed the slaves. He's the best president ever.
1: How in the hell could he have possibly... Well, they're they're basically saying uh, within six weeks of Lincoln's inauguration, the nation had collapsed into civil war. It was hardly his fault, Mm. but the 100-day standard is harsh and uncompromising. And having 11 states in full rebellion... At, by day 100, puts him near the bottom of the pile. Well, at the rate uh, Emperor Biden's going, he's going to eclipse
0: that number, well, too. Well, so say he's
1: nine days in, and the country's falling apart. Yeah,
0: and you Fleet said 11, 11 states were in rebellion uh, uh, in six weeks? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, it might be a lot more than that in six weeks, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, number three on the list. All right, number three, number two. Number two on our list, number three on the list. of All right, in, place. in, in the hearts of Vox. Of Vox. Damn All right, so, uh, we got uh, JFK. Jake, what? Yeah.
0: So far this list is, so we're talking about some of the best presidents in his well, at least two
1: of them so far. Right. Okay. And now we've got uh, JFK. So spent his entire 1960 campaign berating the Eisenhower administration for its foreign policy weakness, particularly on Cuba. But as soon as he landed in the office, the bright, young, cold warrior immediately face-planted. Using plans developed by the CIA under First mistake. Eisenhower. First mistake. Yeah.
0: He used his predecessor's plans to go after the enemy and he used the CIA, the bastion of trust.
1: Yes. So, uh, Kennedy OK, the Bay of Pigs invasion. The CIA, CIA backed effort to help a group of counter-revolutionaries to mm-hmm. invade C- Cuba and depose Fidel Castro. Mm, good plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number four. Number four, Gerald Ford.
0: Okay, that doesn't count. Number five. <laughs> I mean, anybody that knows anything about Gerald Ford, it was amazing that he made it four years as it was. I, or I guess he did a little more than four because of Nixon. But uh, yeah, we'll just skip to number five. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that number five's Trump. Donald Trump. He had to be on there. because
1: Number Fox. five. Years. <laughs> I mean, that was guaranteed. So I just want to point out the fact that we personally think Donald Trump is probably one of the best presidents as far as getting things done right. that we've seen in... In our lifetime, at least, okay. I would say. I mean, uh, Reagan.
0: Reagan. You know, in our lifetime. But as far as adult lifetime, you know,
1: right. you had Bush. So Clinton. I just want to say, so out of the list, and I, I'm, I, again... I'm taking Harrison off of it because basically he wasn't Not even fair. in office. Right, he he got out before. <laughs> He's like this place is a shithole. Black, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Gerald Ford, whatever. Right. So we got Abraham Lincoln, great president. JFK, great president. Donald Trump, greatest president. On the top five of the worst. Right, right.
0: <laughs> I wonder who's the. Do you have the top five of the best? Top five
1: of the best. I sure do. Let
0: All me right. guess. FDR. FDR is number one, of course. Why? Because he stayed in there for four terms. <laughs> they bound <laughs> to get something done in four terms. Shit.
1: I mean. Man, come on now. He saw us through the Great Depression. Man. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, the corporations saw. Oh. Uh, anyway. That, that More on that later. <laughs> uh, number two, who I think should actually be number one, is George Washington george washington should be number one
0: two and three yes and uh yeah i mean realistically (laughs) when he became president he was it was that that was that we talked about this in the last show i mean they wanted him to be the king they they, the president the
1: word president didn't exist you know it was like how how funny it is that has times have changed that you know that they wanted him to be king and he said no and now we've got people in office now that want to be want king. to be king <laughs> <laughs> or dictators
0: bro well, wait wait we don't we don't want the dictators i if i can't get it done with the votes then we don't need to do it uh, joe what are you vote? doing put that I, pen down i'm signing i got to get shit done <laughs> come on what do you need oh that's the early bird menu okay i have the poached egg and uh tapioca <laughs>
1: All right, so number three, we I'm got. Sure, t- my bacon soft. <laughs> number three, we have Thomas Jefferson. Okay, TJ, gotcha. Yeah. Number four, we have Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Ray. Yep. Yeah. And uh, number five, Barack Obama. Of course. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'm
0: honestly surprised that Vox doesn't have him up number there, one. number one or two. And like Washington or someone down there at five, I'm honestly surprised, in all honesty, with, with the world we live in today, I'm surprised that damn Washington and Tom, uh, Jefferson are even on there, just for the fact that
1: they were own slaves. Were, were, were they even presidents? Didn't we erase that part of history? <laughs> yeah,
0: well we're getting there. That must have been that must be old <laughs> because uh, I'm surprised they, wanted, they they own slaves, so they don't count. We're just going to give it to uh, Barack. Uh, a Barack and uh, Barack and uh, number four, Barack. Barack. Number five. Uh, tie between Barack and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so basically, what we're getting at is the five worst on their list. The five worst presidents. One died before he well, couldn't. Well, even
1: three of them were uh,
0: died. Three, well, of three of the five them, on the list but, died. But what I'm saying is, the one didn't make it past breakfast before he died. Right. You know, He was like, this place is such a shithole, I'm going to die. Right. Because he was just surrounded by shit. And it's only gotten worse since it, he was president. Yeah.
1: It, they haven't cleaned it up much. No. The other two,
0: two of, of the the next two, were probably some of the greatest presidents in the history of this Th- country. They were both assassinated. Right, <laughs> they were both killed. And then, who was the fourth one? It was... Uh, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. He was an idiot. He was basically Dan Quayle back in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to be described. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, he only made presidency because of Nixon being a friggin' idiot. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, and then Trump. So, your, <laughs> your five worst, one didn't make it 30 days, uh, the other two were assassinated, and then... The other one was an idiot anyway, so he's gonna be Gerald Ford part two. <sighs> the fact of the matter is, is in your first hundred days, of, you know, they I think they even say that on the Trump part there, where Trump was kind of like, eh, you're not gonna get anything done in hundred days for the most part anyway. And Trump's excuse was, I'm literally new at this. I am not a politician. Most of your other presidency have served yeah they were senators congressmen governors you know whatever the case may be so they had some sort of semblance of knowing how to uh govern so to speak you know whereas trump was more ruthless as a businessman and it's kind of like this is how we're gonna do shit. so he had to be a little more try to learn how to be a little more diplomatic and getting stuff done which brings you to dipshit mcgee here he should know that for the fact that he's been in damn uh, senator for he was either a senator or a uh, vice president I think what 47 years total yep. I think he was yep. he was first elected to the Senate in 72 73 somewhere around there um, the year I was born he became senator of Delaware you know what I'm saying this dude's been around he should basically have an idea of what how to get things done whether it be right or wrong he should have an idea but instead this dude from what I've seen haven't, hasn't left the damn White House since he was sworn in like he got sworn in on the 20th of January they went to Arlington to do the the, the uh, re-playing right. or whatever and then he went to the White House it was locked they were like who, who got the key who got the key man door's locked <laughs> so, I don't know that we want to get into this in this particular show. Maybe maybe this will be our conspiracy theory show. We'll, we'll venture out into what is on both of our minds because I can see the way you're looking at me right now. And I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> but, um, whatever. Wherever he is, he's there. We're going to say he's at the White House. Right. That fool has not left. He is literally sleeping, eating, sleeping, pissing, shitting
1: changing his dentures out and all he does is sign executive well, orders well I mean to be honest with you man it's probably not much different than it was in his basement yeah well, they,
0: I, they got a bed You know, rumor they, has it rumor has it they retrofitted the basement of the White House to match his it's basement like, oh, man, at home can I stay
1: down in the basement it's I'm used to that like, it looks like
0: home he's kept it the same they put the bookcase they brought the furniture from, from his house in Wilmington or wherever the hell he was from And <laughs> you know he's like oh man it's just like home I ain't never leaving. I'm going to put a lid on the day so I can sit down here and watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> but, Mr. President... Nah, don't worry about right, it. We'll, we'll about take it. care of it.
1: <laughs> Kamala!
0: <laughs> hey, come here for a <laughs> second. I, I need you to do some work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be right there. I'm working on some. else. Speaking of which, where in the hell has she been? I I, I can't answer that. I mean, if... if <laughs> If there has ever been a vice president that was literally there for show.
1: I have seen her maybe once or twice looking over Joe's shoulder as he's signing away. Is she sniffing him? I. Hey, Joe. No, no, no. They're social distancing, man. Oh, okay. Social distancing. No, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, cool. got a social distance. So, I, real quick, uh, before, we, before we jump off the, the Biden topic. So. I want to talk about a couple of his executive orders, <laughs> real quick. Uh, the big one, of course, you know, I know we've talked about maybe, in in maybe two different shows, right? Is the, the killing of the pipeline, right? Right, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and the, the eleven thousand jobs and the eleven thousand jobs right? that were lost. Uh, funny enough, one of his uh, big backers, Pipe his, fitters, right? Uh, well, no, one of his big backers, oh, okay. has been uh, Justin Trudeau. All oh, right, 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 right. Justin Trudeau, the Prime
0: Minister of Kennedy. Yeah. And that's a shout out to one of our one Canada listeners. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry, not to interrupt you. I'm sorry. We are we are international. <laughs> we are international. Um, on the uh, our distributor that puts out our podcast, I can look and see where not exactly coming. where, but I can see what countries have downloaded our our podcast. And we have officially went international, baby. We have a Canadian listener, so this is to you there, buddy, whoever you may be. And uh, yeah, have a, a labat Blue on
1: me, brother. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. But, Justin Trudeau. Uh, Justin Trudeau. It doesn't seem like they're too happy with Joe killing this pipeline. No, I think he's actually suing the United States over this contract that we had with... with well, I mean, it's kind of hurting their economy yeah. as well, right? Right. Because now they are dependent on importing oil again. Or they will be, yeah. So not, not just that. <laughs>
0: I don't even. Though, I don't even necessarily say it's about the importing; it's the exporting because they're they're exporting oil too, you know. So <laughs> that's their money, you know. They're, that's why they're suing. It's not so much because now they're going to have to go to Russia or whoever to get oil. Oh, oh. they they're they're losing money. What? what are, but
1: do they not care about the environment? Oh, man. Uh, well, you know, pipeline, that'll kill everything, right? Uh, well, actually, uh, fun fact the Obama State Department found that the Keystone XL the pipeline, no, 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 Obama oh. State Department hmm. found that the Keystone pipeline would have no impact on greenhouse gas emissions. Hold on a second.
0: Are you trying to tell me mm-hmm. that Obama was the one that started the Keystone pipeline? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, yes.
0: So, I'm confused. I'm I'm not the smartest man. God knows. It's true. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me, mm-hmm. Obama, eight years. Who was his vice president?
1: Uh, that would be one Joseph R. McGillicuddy Biden. R. Oh, rig the election. I got you. Um.
0: So <laughs> obviously, what that tells me. Is that Biden, as VP, under the Obama uh, error... Mm-hmm. Error. Not error. era, but error. <laughs> Had access to the information that
1: well, his well, State my,
0: Department determined. He was just like, I'm putting a lid on this eight years. I'm going to holler at maybe name you me. Wow. You know, he was worried about strong-arming uh, freaking Ukrainian uh, prime ministers. Yeah, from uh, getting his son prosecuted and shit. You know, I ain't got time for that shit. But... All joking aside, Obama's State Department said, no bubbles, no troubles, this is safe. This is probably one of the safest ways to transport oil. And not to mention the fact, yeah, okay, so when they're building the pipeline, yeah, it's just like building anything. You're going to disrupt land. You're going to say, okay, I need uh, X amount of feet of width of land and X amount of miles of length of land and we're going to destroy that land to put this pipeline in. Interestingly enough, underground. So then you can put the dirt and shit back over top of it and build infrastructure, whether that be cornfields, uh, potato fields, whatever, houses, whatever you're gonna do. Right. You know. But no, let's not worry about that, because surely, as much as we we had hoped that he was gonna be more moderate as, as a president, not so much. He is bowed down to the 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 left and the green new green deal that's gonna be next I mean shit I saw somewhere where uh,
1: supposedly he's gonna be putting an order in for uh, electric vehicles for the yeah six hundred fifty thousand new huh? electric Do you think one of those is gonna include his little toy Corvette? Um, or well, that's
0: not a government vehicle. That's oh. mine. That's personal, man. That doesn't count.
1: I understand, but it still takes gas, right? Aye. I got, I got. So what about, uh, I'm not really sure, I, I'm, I'm going to sound like an idiot here for a minute, because I'm not really sure what John Kerry's title is. Uh, dipshit McGee Part 2. But if I'm not mistaken, he's the most outspoken about this whole environmental type deal, but he's still got a private jet that he's flying on, right? Yeah,
0: but you see, that's different, because I'm rich and you're not. It <laughs> rules for thee, not for me. I understand. I'm just one person taking this private jet, man, come on. We can get our oil from Russia or China or
1: someone else. Okay, so one of the other, <laughs> one of the other executive orders I want to talk about okay. is uh, he signed an executive order banning the term "China virus." The kung, kung flu, man, come on. The kung flu,
0: man, come on, man. We ain't calling it China virus. That's illegal. Uh, I'm sorry. Actually, that's illegal for them. For us, at here at the. Don't trade on America podcast. We said
1: we won't we want, do we want so much. China it, virus. Motherfuckers. Until they shut us down. But. We saw. Can, can I ask a question? Now, I understand that you're saying that's just from a. They can't talk about it. They can't. They can't use that term in government. Right. But have we ever. To me, this is the beginning of. You're starting to infringe on First Amendment right to say... If they don't like the word, then it's gone. Period. So where does that end? Uh, that's the beginning,
0: and I understand... That's what the masks are for. That's why they want you to wear a fucking three mask, so you don't can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and we're going to get into that in a moment. But what I'm saying is, is, is that's the beginning of starting to... And I, I get why they don't want it said. Right. I get that they they view it as being a very racial term. <laughs> I understand the the concept behind it, but I'm beginning to see and this is the beginning of I'm going to write an executive order. If I don't like what you have to say, and we we're already seeing it with big tech. Right. Censoring the censoring uh, the president, mm-hmm. censoring his supporters and the PCGC. C- censoring conservative voices mm-hmm, on Twitter, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on Instagram. We're already beginning to see the infringement on First Amendment rights. Now right. we've got a president using an executive order to say you can't say something. Well, basically, what it boils down to
0: is we are roughly the same age. Um, it's not true. It's not true. It's, it's He's true. older and wiser. Um, sure. War. Um, when I was a kid, and Mac when I was a youngster. <laughs> no, but seriously. Back when we were kids, it was like if you got an argument with Johnny down the street, right? It was like, oh, come on, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. These are the kids that their moms used to tell them that. Oh, you know, little Joe, come on, sticks and stones, you know. But the words hurt. Now they're the word police, and they're going to go out there. If they don't like the word, then you can't say it. And why in the fuck, why do we as Americans give two? fucking shits about what the fuck that word china virus Uh, who who in the fuck are we offending there's only one group of people that we're offending who the chinese and i would venture to guess it's not even chinese americans there's not like a chinese american like a person that's an american that is of chinese hair you know Mm -hmm. descent that is arguing that fact it's it's those people over there that's probably just much like what was it a year two years ago when the NBA was there was the whole issue with China and I was like well, you, where the, you had the Hong, the Hong Kong, Kong. They, it was Hong Kong and you couldn't speak out on that if you were an NBA player because God forbid you're going to piss off the Chinese overlords it's like what the fuck who, who why do we care fuck because, those motherfuckers I'm sorry but I mean we're Kong. goddamn
1: America they can suck a dick <laughs> Well, and I think that's kind of where we had gotten to with President Trump. Right. He was the first to stand up to these bitches and say, fuck it!
0: Right. You know, and it's bullshit. I'm, I'm sorry to be so crass and use language as such, but Jesus Christ, it pisses me off when we are... Well, we're right it's, back it's to we It's bad we're enough are. that we're so worried about offending anybody in this country with the cancel culture and all this bullshit, and we talk out of our ass when it comes to this stuff because... We can't say things about certain uh, you know, races or, or genders or whatever. But yet we're gonna sit there and say <laughs> we can't say this, that or the other thing about women. But in the on the flip side, we're gonna let dudes that want to be women compete in their sports and then no one has a problem with that because we're kowtowing to the to the damn people that want to be women and uh, when does it end when 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 can a guy just be a guy a girl just be a girl and then the girl plays her sports the guy plays his sports if the girl wants to try and play men football because they're not women football okay but if she gets knocked on her ass that's her problem now, where I have a problem is, you know, it's like, it's it's, a, it's not a two-way street. There's not, okay, like the girl, I can't think of her name offhand, but the girl that kicked for Vanderbilt this year, right. Sarah Fooling or something like that, good for her, okay, whatever. They want to give her a chance, she wants to kick the ball, okay, whatever. Now... You're gonna have those guys that well. It's not fair if she can come play football on our team, we should be able to go play soccer on her team, or we should be able to wrestle the girls, or play judo, or whatever. But but it's I'm gonna different. ask this.
1: But I'm gonna ask this, and please, 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 forgive me if this is sounds very sexist. But as a guy playing a guy sport, as a guy playing men's basketball, I'm gonna use basketball because I like basketball. Mm-hmm. As a man playing men's basketball. Why, and I'm not saying this has happened, but this is what we're setting ourselves up for. And I understand this is probably going to be more at the high school level that we're that, that they're kind of concerned about this than it is at the professional level. But why, as playing a guy, men's basketball, would I, as a guy, want to go and play women's basketball? Because you're a pussy and you can't compete against the guys. Period. But, but, but I'm saying, okay, I, I'm a gay male. I don't give a shit if that, you're gay that's or not. the transition, right? But the fact is, I was still born a male, right? Why? I'm still physically physically thank right. you. right? Still a guy, right? I was born a guy. It's I still because had the body structure of a guy. It's because
0: at you as an athlete. So I, I they were talking about this the other day. There was this, there was this gay who ran track. I, I wish I knew the name. I didn't know we were going to get into this again, so I would. I'm, excuse my ignorance for not looking it up, but he was in
1: men's track. Placed yes, hundreds. He he placed two hundred and seventy something. Right. In 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 two thousand seventeen. Right. He placed in hurdles, th- right? In hurdles. This is this is men's hurdles. Right. He placed three hundredth in something in two thousand eighteen. Right. So in 2019, he transitioned to Susie Q and, and changed his name to Cece. I remember CC, that. That's right. Changed yeah. his name to Cece and pl- and
0: crushed it. Right. So basically, you had a guy who couldn't compete against
1: other guys and figured, you know what? I'm faster than her. Well, it so. wasn't just that because in the hurdles, the height of the hurdles is different. Right. So in men's, it's they're 42 inches. Right. is women's, they're 33.
0: Right. So, almost a foot difference. Right. In height. Right. You know, plus he was probably a little faster than the average female. Or, you know, the average track female, anyway. I mean, like, I I saw somewhere the fastest woman in the 100-yard dash was um, Flojo. Right. At a four nine four eight point four point eight something almost four nine. There's kids in high school. There's boys in high school. I co- used to coach uh, football. There's teenage boys that naturally run that fast. That just not training. They don't train to run fast. They they're just fast kids. You know that run four five four seven four without even coaching them on how to run. Right. There's just a physic physiologically different between a man and a woman not saying that one's better than the other i'm not saying that but if you're a guy and you can't difference. hack it in men's sports you know what al bundy it's time to hang it up your four touchdowns four
1: touchdowns in one game in one game
0: that's old news brother that's old news <laughs> <laughs> you need to you need to move on i don't even know how the hell we got on this subject what were we talking about that <laughs> brought us to, to this talking about um well, we were talking about the infringement on first on 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 words, on on words, on words. It's it we are becoming a culture of pussies. My grandfather, if 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 my grandfather was alive today and your dad's older. Yes. So my your dad is probably I, I don't know numbers. My grandfather would probably be in his 80s if he was still alive. Yeah, my my dad's in his mid 70s. Right. So there's probably about a 10-year difference there. But that being said, they're in that same close to that same generation. Right. I was not raised this way. I didn't raise my kids this way. The problem is there's too many people that weren't raised this way. Even people that are our age. There's people that are in their 40s, you know, from, say, 50 to 35 age range that should not have the mentality that they have, but why are they the way they are? Because they were pussies when they were raised. Their parents raised them as such, and then that's an ongoing trend. It's just ridiculous. The I I you know to use a phrase from Ferris Bueller, I weep for our future
1: because
0: it's as bad as it is now.
1: It's only going to be worse. Yeah,
0: just saying when when our kids are our age, every
1: generation thinks that the generation in front of them is a little bit softer, is a little bit has it easier, has it better. Things come, you know what I mean? Like,
0: and it's true because like when my when my grandparents were 20, when they were kids, you know, they were out there hitting the fucking stick with the, you know, wheel with the stick there running down the street, right? When my dad was a kid, you had just had TV. I was like, oh shit, TV, you know? When we were kids, it was like, oh shit, we got cable TV. I got. And even when, I, when cable first came out when I was a kid, it was like, oh, shit, we got 30 channels? Oh, crap. Now <laughs> it's like you got 4,000 channels. You and know? still nothing to watch. It's yeah, still nothing to watch, right? But on top of that, like when I was in my teens, you know, or you know, when I was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, you, you had Atari, and then you had Nintendo, and then you had Super Nintendo, you know, so on and so forth. And it was like, oh, shit. But even then, we went outside. only time we played video games was when it was raining outside. Right. You know, we still went outside and played. Then our kids, when when my kids were younger, they had the Xboxes and the Playstations and the the little the games were more advanced. But even I would my kids had to get be out. outside. Right. You know, the problem is now the neighborhood I live in. There's kids that live here. Not that you can tell. You never see them. Right. You never see them. Why? Well, because the, their asses are inside. They're on their iPads or on their iPhones or playing. You know, whatever. Right. Well, is it's, it's, it's the digital uh, mm-hmm. generation and that has made them softer because we we as parents have allowed these kids to to be that way and and it's I think it's also partial to parenting nowadays they're scared like they're literally scared to let their kids be outside because the boogeyman's gonna get them and 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 in fairness to that there's a lot of bad people out there that Will take advantage of a child. Right, I get that, but we can't live scared because if you raise a scared child, he's gonna be a he or she's gonna be a scared adult. Then that person's gonna raise scared children, and so on and so forth. I mean, I saw a report not too long ago where less, less and less, uh, what are the kids? Millennials? Is that their yeah. their age group? Is their whatever they're called? Are not having children. The, the reproduction in America has gone down since, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years ago. Like, it used to be every family had two or three kids. Now, I, I, we have four kids between me and my wife. We have four kids. All four kids are, with, are either married or with someone else of, that they're going to be with more than likely. Of the four kids, we have two grandkids. <laughs>
1: so it's just And
0: and it's not like I have little kids. It's not like they're, you know, sixteen, they're adults. You know, my youngest is twenty-four, gonna be twenty-five. You know, when I was twenty-five, I already had two kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's that's the difference between our even our generation. I mean, you're the same way. Even right. our generation compared to that generation, they
1: for whatever reason, they're not interested in having kids. I don't know why. Well, they're not interested in doing a lot of things, and I, you know, I know I've remarked this to you before, but more and more, we're seeing this generation are being forced to go get a driver's license. Right. They don't even want. They don't want to drive. Yeah. They don't... Well, my my sister,
0: her son turned uh, fifteen back in the end of September. His birthday's the end of September. What are we? January, almost February. Right. No interest. And we and we, we just saw them last weekend and it was like, Hey, you know, you know that you have to have that license for a year that that learners permit for a year before you can get your driver's license. He's like, eh. Nope. Not really no concerned about like, it. Like when I was fifteen, dude, day one. Couldn't like, wait. Like tomorrow I'm turning fifteen.
1: And and I can and tell we, you that's that's how it was for my daughter. Right. She on her birthday, she you know she had to wait till the day after her birthday. Right, but she was ready. Right, and yeah. and you know that that I mean, next it, day she was she was you know in the car, right, ready to go. She's already you know because t-
0: she knew that she had to wait a year. Right, at least I mean that's how it is here. I don't know if that's how it is everywhere in the country or in Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, that's how our generation was. Now it's kind of like. Eh. So I don't know, but you know, like we had driver's ed in school, so it's kinda like, Man, I can't wait till next year, I'll be in tenth grade, I can take driver's ed, da 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 and then I'll be driving, i will be so happy, I'm gonna be free as a bird, I can get a job, I can da, 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 da. Now it's like, Yeah, I got PlayStation, I'm good. I got Xbox, I'm good. I, I got, got my we got iPad. we got
1: one friend that has a car. Yeah, that
0: they can come get us. Meh if <laughs> I wanna leave. <laughs> you know. So I mean that's the thing, it's like I uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I digress.
1: You're, you're fine. I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about um, kind of what's going on with Wall Street right now. Wall Street, right? I know Did this you is kind of jumping. This is jumping to we, a whole nother we, subject. Well, we, in all honesty, the
0: last segment we really didn't plan on going into <laughs> everything we went into, but that's fine. That's
1: fine. We 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 like to talk. If you can't tell, basically, what we've had is we've had some. Hedge fund,
0: mm-hmm.
1: hedgehog, uh, oh. hedgehogs. Yeah, Sonic. Uh, we've had some hedge fund managers get beat at their own game, and they're crying about and, it. And they don't like it. Mm-mm. And not just them. Apparently, we've had some big tech people. We've mm-hmm. had some uh, treasury, treasury secretaries. <laughs> not not real happy with the fact that they're not just losing a couple of dollars. It's not just like ah man, we lost out. We're talking billions of dollars. Right. Uh, beat down by some Reddit users. And they didn't care for it too much. So, so you, basically, you got some dude sitting in her mom's basement came up with an
0: idea that wasn't really a anything you know, groundbreaking. This is something that's been done for well, years. It's, it's, it's basically
1: what they've been doing, what, what these hedge fund managers have been doing. Right. And they used it against them. Made a little money, and all of a sudden... They're uh, pissed
0: off because they cost them money.
1: Yeah. And they said, nay, nay, nay. they can't do that. They can't do that. They're not allowed to do that. What they're doing is illegal. Is right. it illegal? Is it illegal what they're doing? No. It's or, illegal because they didn't do it first. But it, they had, they were doing it first. They're doing the same exact things. When, when they do it. it, they're called intelligent. They're smart. I got an eye for the market. I know how to judge these things. Right. When I when a guy does it from his basement and he tells his friends or he tells some guys on a on a Reddit forum, hey, you buy the we the should buy this thing. stock. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm buying this stock, you should buy this stock. Because you know what? The stock's low and it kicks ass. And now all of a sudden they're doing it and now they uh Robin Hood, the Robin Hood app, which I believe most of them were using to buy this stock, actually shut them out.
0: Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> the funny thing about that is is the uh, CEO of the Robinhood app, Vlad, you know, whatever. He basically, he basically took, I, I, I don't know offhand, he took his company uh, and, said, and, and basically said, you know what, I'm willing to... St- Someone had to get to him. I'm sorry. I don't want to jump into a conspiracy theory thought, but how in the hell could you be? I'm surely he's a millionaire at least, right? I mean, I would, I would I think. How think? Um, how do you sit there and say the things he said uh, to kill, basically kill your company? You know. So my question is, Mr. Vlad, you know McGillicuddy, uh, <laughs> did you sell some uh, uh, some of your own personal stock? Before you made those announcements?
1: Well, so what I'm seeing here, and this might answer the question for you. Melvin Capital Management is a short seller of the GameStop stock. Okay? Right. And they were predicted, they shorted the stock. They shorted GameStop. Okay. Okay. Citadel is a hedge fund that owns Melvin Capital. Okay. So, because they shorted this stock, Citadel owns the Robinhood app. Okay. Okay. Citadel banned the purchases of new GameStop stock on Robinhood. Okay. How is that not market manipulation? I got you one better. Citadel, right? Citadel. Citadel, a hedge,
0: hedge fund founding founded by Ken Griffin. Okay. All right,
1: is that the guy he, that played baseball?
0: No, that's oh. Junior. Oh, this is, sorry. okay. He he, ironically enough, is a major GOP donor.
1: Okay. He whoa 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 <sighs> uh, GOP. Are we talking about? Are we talking about the Republican? Republican
0: government of the people, for the people, to the people. Oh. up their butt. Um, that really doesn't have anything to do with what I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> uh this is funny i just just saw this so citadel the the company you're talking about that mm-hmm. owns robin hood right it owns robin hood that mm-hmm. put the stop on the that put the stop on my game of the stop stocks. right mm-hmm. and uh who else was involved in that janet yellen janet yellen and okay janet yellen who is our new mm-hmm. Uh, Secretary of the Treasury, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you want to tell me about some motherfuckers that didn't do the vetting process that they should have done in our Senate? Janet Yelling. Yeller. Yelling. 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 Interestingly enough, was paid $810,000 to speak at several events from October of 19 to October of 20 according to Yellett, to her own filings. So, who paid her $810,000? You want to take a guess?
1: Hmm. Who?
0: Uh, Citadel. Oh. So, the Secretary of the Treasury, who I believe told the stock market (laughs) that... from a company that... I mean... If this doesn't scream... Okay, everyone wants to say anything about Trump. Okay, whatever. This We're fucking nine days into this dude's president. She hasn't even been the Secretary of the Treasury for a week.
1: And we're already involved in the and scandal. And we're already
0: involved in the scandal. Where this lady was paid $800,000 to do speaking engagements for a year for this company that also just squashed a couple of dudes in a basement trying to make a little extra cash because they didn't think of it. They That hedge fund was set to lose a shit ton of money because that's what hedge funds do. They take a gamble on
1: the fact that they're going to lose, but then they go as far as to actually try to bash that stock mm-hmm. so it'll lose value, so they'll make money. Right. So they actually chose to short that, that stock. They were going to crush GameStop because you know due to the pandemic and stuff and and due to our new digital age most people aren't going to those stores right so they took a gamble the gamble didn't pay off and they they stood to lose billions of dollars so the reddit users were on a
0: page on reddit called wall street bets so they they encouraged the purchase of gamestop shares in order to exploit melvin capitals Short on the position on the company, right? So basically, this uh, Citadel, which um, is is invested heavily in Melvin Capital, which is a head, another hedge fund, right? That was reportedly on the brink of bankruptcy this week due to a surge because of the GameStop. So someone on Reddit that was part of this Wall Street bets got word got word of this somehow or another, whatever, and they bought, right? Because it was selling short <laughs> in order to exploit that a buying spree from retail investors forced melvin to cover its short position by buying shares at an elevated price so i don't know what the shares were prior to i know they ended up being like over 300 dollars, but let's say they were 10 dollars. okay and as the price went up 50 100 200 they were like oh shit so then they had to buy high and take basically a loan out Right. To do so, because God only knows how many shares they had. <laughs> Citadel, the aforementioned uh, group, and another firm, there were 72 points, invested two, $2.75 billion in Melvin this week after his 30% loss of capital. So, Melvin lost 30%. So, you can't tell me this isn't like... Someone knew something. Right. I'm sorry. Someone knew something. I don't give a shit about these guys in their basement, the Wall Street bets, whatever... Someone knew something because this firm that is in the basically has got this yelling chick in their back pocket. I don't give a shit.
1: So, how is she not recusing herself from this situation? How is
0: she even the fucking secretary? How do they not <laughs> see this? This just happened. It's like she's been secretary of the treasury for like three years and this is coming out. Right. You know, this is happening. This is currently happening. And so, this citadel sees this going on. They're like, here, here you go. We'll cover your, we'll cover your long, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the White House press secretary Jan uh, Sacky um, said Wednesday that Yellen, who was confirmed by Senate on Monday, so I said not even a week, it ain't been three days, is monitoring the situation. So in other words, she's looking into it. Well, I can get a good look at a T-bone by sticking my head up a bull's ass, but I'll take the uh, the butcher's word for it. She is full of shit. She's just praying to God that it is Friday and this shit's going to get swept under the rug for everybody to forget about it come Monday. <laughs> Point being, what, what we're getting at is I'm going to say those of you that voted for Biden. I can't imagine that anybody that is listening to the show voted for Biden. But if you have any friends or coworkers or family or whatever that voted for this guy, You are not even two weeks into this guy's presidency. He is writing damn executive orders like they're, you know, tree and air with a blank checkbook. Meanwhile, he's got a secretary of our treasury, the person that basically controls the interest rates, the stock market. You know what I'm saying? this is, this is, she's a very important person. And when asked in a at the press briefing at the White House the other day all damn uh, press secretary uh said was basically gave her bio you know (laughs) you know it was like hey what is she going to do about this oh well you know she was the first woman secretary of the treasury and it's like what the fuck does that got to do with the question I asked and of course instead of nailing her down oh yeah enforcing the question they let it go you know if that was Kaylee McInerney they would have been fucking throwing eggs at her (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you know, speaking of our illustrious press secretary, right, uh, Missa, uh, right? Who, I don't know whether she's answered a single question mm, yet or not. No, no, she doesn't answer
0: questions. She just dances around the question on the topic or whatever you're asking, and she'll, she'll come back around to it. Right. We'll get back around. We'll to get it. We'll get. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm out of time. <laughs> oh, look
1: at it. Look at that. Oh, it's lunch time. I got to get the
0: tapioca ready for
1: president. <laughs> She cannot do her job to save her life. And I just want to say, when Kaylee McEnany was our press secretary, right. you saw the binder that she came in. Right.
0: She had a big old trapper keeper. She had keeper. a huge trapper
1: keeper that had tabs. She she I mean, that thing was full. That thing was chock full. And any question that they could think of asking, she was ready.
0: Right. Yeah, because she, she outsmarted the press that was going to be asking her questions. It's like, um, basically, the way it works is your press secretary, they cover a topic. Right. They, they might have two, three, however many topics. So today's topic is ABC. Right. This is what the president's going to do today, uh, ask questions about that. God forbid, like when, when McInerney was in there same thing it's not like this is different for biden it's that's just what they do you know today the press secretary uh, the president's going to do this, and this is what we're going to talk about ABC and when she was in there or not, not even just her, but when Huckabee was in there and Sean Spicer was in there, it was the same thing they they would go over okay, so president's going to do this ABC and then they out of left field you'd get that one cNN reporter or whoever Vox whoever they would give them some bullshit answer- uh, question from Something that happened three days ago. Right. Or something that's not even anything to do with anything. They would just be like, what's the president going to do about, you know, whatever. Most of the time, like this McInerney, like you said, she'd come in with her trapper keeper. And guarantee you, without knowing this, I guarantee you, you see her flip. You know, she
1: someone asked her a question. Well, I would say she probably had topics that were in the news at the time. So we're right. going to talk about this, but I'm also going to be prepared because, because this is surely, going on in the world. So yeah, surely, surely this jackhammer
0: is going to ask me a stupid-ass question or something that I, we're right. not even covering today. And I know it's going to be this knucklehead here, so I'm going to flip to the fucking mic drop moment on this motherfucker. Right. Because she did plenty of those. Right. Um, you know, where it was like, uh, you know, oh, uh, so is the president going to, you know, brush his teeth today? You know, and then... It, it was always stupid. This one... They don't do that. It's ABC. They, this is what we're softballs. talking about. ABC. And, uh, is the president going to change the color scheme of for Air Force One?
1: Well, no. first he'd have to be allowed on Air <laughs> Force One. Well, we lost the keys to that one, too. <laughs> she just doesn't seem like she's well prepared. And, I, and I'm going to say this as two guys on a podcast who are, what, we're not even a month into doing this. Right. We do a lot of umming and on and when we're looking up stuff, we're looking at things, we're thinking of things to talk about, we're in the middle of conversation, we do a lot of that. And if you look at the PCGC skills, he cuts a lot of that out, so you don't hear a lot of that. <laughs> but that being said, we are not professional speakers, we are not paid yet to do this.
0: <laughs> well, interesting, Lev. I'm looking at this, okay, so... Uh, her, her last name is um, Pasaki, but it's pronounced Saki. 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 Saki to me, baby. Right. Um, interestingly enough, what did she do before she had this job? So she served as President Obama's communication director in 2015 and 16. She reorganized the White House approach to media to give more attention to us and us. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. That. <laughs> to non-traditional and online outlets. Um, um. <laughs> that's it. That's, hey, I'm, I can be pressed.
1: She's trademarking
0: that. Oh damn it! I'm screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> Before that, she served as State Department spokesperson. So, um, so she's been
1: in a job this previously. She,
0: she was. So she was the spokesperson from 13 to 15, where she ran daily. Daily
1: press briefings. So you would think somebody that's been in this job before, that has had this job, speaking in front of people, would mm-hmm. not um and ah constantly well, through not <laughs> a, a damn press <laughs> briefing. Not to mention she was Obama's traveling press
0: secretary in the 08 and 12 re-elections. And before that, she was uh, the communication director for Representative Crowley in New York and served in the uh, John Kerry's presidential campaign as the deputy press secretary. So <laughs> she has a shit ton of press secretarying, if that's such a word. Experience. Experience. And you know, in since oh4 at least, she's been doing this. So for sixteen years. The um and the ah should be so should be maybe, scared to talk in front of. So people.
1: maybe it it's not her and her ability to speak. Maybe it's not her skills and her ability to speak. Maybe it's the fact that the administration doesn't know what the hell it's doing, and she's and trying she, to cover that. Ass and she's because, trying to cover it up because
0: usually, and I'll admit to this because, like you said, we do a lot of um and ahs. Granted, you guys might not hear a lot of them because I'm able to get them out, fortunately. Because we're recording this. She's live and in person. I understand. Usually they say when a person's umming and on, they're trying to think of what to say because they're about to lie to you. Right. You know, um, or, you know, like uh, in our case, we don't have a script. Now, a uh, little inside little inside baseball here on the PCGCCK1 show, the Don't Tread on America, on America podcast. America! Mer- we do sit here for an you know, hour and we kind of go over an outline. Like back in school when you wrote a paragraph for your teacher, you did an outline. These are the things we want to right, talk about. Right, and this is what we're going to talk about. We don't write a script. We don't sit there and say, okay, so then I'm going to say this and then you say that and then I'm going to say this and then. We don't do that. We say, okay, this is the topics we're going to talk about uh, 100 days. We're going to talk about executive orders. We're going to talk about whatever. Sometimes we go off script and we talk about stuff you know, that we didn't plan on talking about. This person has... Basically what she's going to say. God forbid if someone threw
1: her a curveball, she'd probably run off the stage crying.
0: It wasn't in the plan. I got to go.
1: Well, I kind of think something similar did happen to Joe Biden. He cried and ran off the stage. I got to go. I got to
0: put a lid on today.
1: Basically. So they actually uh, asked Joe Biden, uh, when asked about the sacrifices, he's asking of American workers with his executive orders on climate. Biden just got up and walked away. I gotta go. So he was like, I'm out. Yeah, they're like, hey, Joe, what what do you think about this? And he said, it's tapioca time, baby, I'm out. I gotta go. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) And this is who the
0: 80 million alleged voters wanted to be their president. All because they hated Donald J. Trump. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't care. Now, I'm going to say this. When Trump was first running for president, okay, you know, you had whoever running for, uh, you know, along with him, whoever else was there. <laughs> I was more in, in the lines of Ted Cruz. That's who I, you know, I'm talking about when all the Republicans were there. I was like, Ted Cruz, he seems like, he's very constitutionalist. I also like Rand Paul, but uh, I, I thought Ted Cruz was, was good. I still think Ted Cruz is good. And I'd love to have him on the show. So Ted, if you're listening, you're more than welcome anytime. <laughs> I kind of looked at Trump initially as a gimmick, him running, Right. you know, because for years it's people every four years, oh how are you can you should run for president, you should run for ah, you know, blah blah blah. So then when he won the the Republican vote, you know, the ticket, so it was going to be him versus uh, whoever. I don't oh. Uh, whoever like I didn't fucking HRC right Right. so when it was him and her I was like I started listening to what he had to say and what his ideas and what his plans were and I'm like you know what this guy might actually be good for what you know what we want what we should want yeah he talked like I do that I liked him even more Right. he although he is you know filthy stinking rich he still seemed like a regular guy for the most part. Granted, he wasn't, you know, you don't have, you know, a couple billion dollars. You're not a regular guy. But he <laughs> he portrayed that everyday kind of guy. guy. You mm-hmm. know what
1: I'm saying? Um. Oh, I said oh. There I'm, you go. You owe, you owe You Jin Saki. 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 Saki to me, baby. A dollar every time you say oh. Damn it. So anyway, back to the news. And <laughs> No, uh it's uh, that's, that's <laughs> not the same you're going to be broke right, you're going to be broke by it. the I end of this podcast oh. said, oh. is that the same <laughs> it's the same damn it same thing
0: <laughs> point being <laughs> I'll say that instead of all <laughs> point being when he was running I was kind of like eh but as he spoke more I was like this is a regular guy yeah he's a billionaire but he's a regular guy right. these other people that run Biden and whatnot, how in the hell Yeah, Trump tweeted a lot, and he said things that weren't popular. But he got shit done. And he got shit done for us. This dude comes in with his pen and his flip phone, and I'm going to get shit done. You're not doing it the right way, Joe. You yourself said you're a dictator if you do that. So I guess he's basically saying he's a dictator. Okay, so we know that. Dictator Biden. Um. I'm not gonna cut. I'm not. I'm not gonna raise your taxes, but I'm gonna get rid of Trump's tax but cut. But I'm gonna raise your. your uh, I'm gonna taxes. raise your taxes. And uh, interestingly enough, I don't know that we should talk about this. But um, and when is he gonna sign that new executive order that we were talking about on the new tax? Was the air tax? The, the air tax. That's coming. <laughs> That's coming. You mean airline tax? No, no, no. Air tax. Like the stuff you're breathing right now.
1: You mean like to put it in tires and no, to put no, it no. In... Just to breathe. So, so every time I breathe in and out... You just spent 20 bucks. Oh, man. You need to hold your breath. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get into more of that in uh, our next episode. We're going to do another show on Sunday. And really, we had some more stuff we wanted to talk to <laughs> of, on this show, but we're... Well into the hour,
1: we didn't we didn't even get into COVID. Today. Yeah, it, no COVID talk today. We're,
0: we're trying to do a COVID talk every episode because you know it uh, surrounds our life. But uh, we got into all this other crap, so we'll save that for Sunday oh. show. <laughs> so with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna put a lid on today. Put a lid on the put a lid on the day. Head back down to the basement. Got some tapioca. <sighs> okay. Um, but for that note, guys, please, 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 please. If you're listening to this, we know you're listening to this, so we don't need to tell you where to and, find it. And you're one person in Canada. And the one person in Canada. No. We know that you know where you're listening to us, whether you're listening to us on Apple, Google, Podbeam, whatever. Now available on Spotify. Now available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Pie. Basically,
1: Anyone no you one has partner. an
0: excuse to not listen to us. So whatever form you're listening to us on, You're already listening to us, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. But please, if you have like-minded friends, please. I feel like we're getting better at this every show we do. So please, please tell your friends. um, Have them download. Have them follow us on whatever form they're listening, whether it's Apple, Google, whatever they're listening to us on. Have them follow us. Get the downloads. Uh, Go to our Facebook page. It's pcgcck one Show. On Facebook, Uh, you'll know it because as soon as you log on, you're going to be a big-ass Gaston flag that says, don't tread on America. That's us. One and only. We also have a website, pcgcck1show.com. That's trademarked, by the way. I just want to let you know. Uh, (laughs) So, please, guys, say January the 29th, 2021. Go to our Facebook page, like, share, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, Tell your children. Hide your kids. Hide your dog. Oh, wait. No, that's That's, I'm sorry. And uh, that's going to do it for today. We're going to sign off. And we will see you guys again on Sunday. 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 Anything for the folks out there? Bye, folks. He's a man of few words, but very powerful. We'll see you guys Sunday uh we are president biden's there are a number of ways to combat misinformation one of them is it